Hey guys, this is Tina B. And Charmaine G. We're here to talk about the messiness of life. It's ugly. And it's raw. It's real. And it's a freaking game. It's whack-a-mole. 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 This is us. And our gift to you. Hi, Charmaine. <laughs> <laughs> We're back. So, Tina, I've totally missed you since Thanksgiving. We had to shut it down last week due to technical difficulties. Two weeks. Oh, that's true. We didn't do Two. Thanksgiving and we didn't do You Me. Are Right. Yeah. So, it was yeah. not technical difficulties. That's implying it was my fault. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm about to straighten <laughs> that out. It is all out. your fault. I'm about to straighten that out because I, I brought that, uh, that phrase up for a reason. Um, it's not Sean's fault. He's an excellent producer. He knows what the hell he's doing in here. And we rely on him each and every week to make us sound really good. So plug it. Yeah. Plug it. The technical difficulties were problems. My body was failing last week. So, um, over, th- over the holiday and then I thought it would get better and it didn't. I was having, um, a reaction to, uh, being postmenopausal as I've announced mm. here before, um, I found myself probably eight months ago feeling a little like weepy. The hot flashes were not going away. Yeah. The top of your thighs were sweating. Uh, they stuff like, should I have said that? But no, but like, I remember the, thinking the top of my shoulder was sweating. Like in places I, you don't think sure, you're going to sure, sweat. It sure. was just really bad. So when I went to the doctor, he gave me some, uh, for you ladies out there, I, I'm sharing this because I'm, I'm hopeful that it will help somebody. Mm-hmm. I'm an anti, um, pills like i'm the one who might drink like a half a bottle of tequila or something you know <laughs> in a sitting but t- i'm gonna read the the label on a medicine <laughs> bottle to a tea to get it make sure i'm getting it right it's medicinal. It, to- i don't i don't like it because then you it, it's like you I take this and now you have to take well that oh yeah yeah totally. and it's natural it's come on holistic. who are we, who are we <laughs> yeah. kidding that is the Ferment holistic that. approach okay so I'm taking these meds and suddenly I, I start to, my body starts to do things that it shouldn't be doing when you're in menopause. And, um, and it got worse. Cause of the so, hormones that they gave you. Yes. So yeah. then when I called them, they're like, Oh, well you need to take progesterone. And I'm like, Hmm. So I'm taking the estradiol, which is now bringing my hormones back to a place where I'm having, um, a, a monthly my amp flow is coming to visit like her, but for, I actually but don't. for 10 days at a time, like it was a crime scene down there. It was not good. Okay. <laughs> so there's that. And then now what they're going to do Somebody now, yeah, she's like, so now take the progesterone. I'm like, I, and like, you just start like a little puppet. What about okay, your like emotional, right? Where's the F that? word? Where's I'm the name? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, people. I made a commitment. So I'm just like a puppet. Just take, okay, and now take this. And now, and meanwhile, mm. this stuff was changing. Um, it was changing the quality of my life. I, yes. Okay. I had put on like 10 or 15 pounds that I didn't know where it came didn't from. Didn't explain because you're, you were eating healthy. You were yoga in every, every day. And you, still looking in the mirror going... I've never looked like this in my whole mm. life. So then you start going, okay, well, I guess it's age. I guess it's whatever. Sure. You, st- I start to scratch at the acceptance thing, but then I'm like, mm, I'm, I'm unwilling to accept this. So anyways, I stopped taking this, the hormone medicine. I continued to hemorrhage. Um, but I, at an alarming it, rate at an alarming rate. But it was also this huge cleanse. I mean, think if you haven't had, I guess if you haven't had a period for 18 months and then you suddenly get one, there's. I pray it'll happen. You know. So 
so no, I don't need to get gross here or anything like that. But the women who are listening and men who have wives, it's part of who we are. And I'm not going to be no, ashamed to talk about it. you actually had to go and get procedures and yes. tests yes. and things because of the severity of it. Yes. So <clears throat> outside of that, like, where are you at with results? Is that, I mean, is that... Do well, we they yet? did a biopsy, like I've had things done and the biopsy, thank goodness, came back normal. Yes. Um, they called me yesterday and told me that it came back normal. If, if the hemorrhaging starts again, then of course I need to go and they're going to do like a DNC or something. They'll sure. go in and kind of scrape things out and stuff. Yeah. It's still considered an elective surgery, which our hospital is not doing right now because of COVID. They're not doing any elective oh surgeries. So I guess Just I would have had to like bleed out. Like yeah. I had to bleed out. In Isn't order that to crazy? You were discharged from the hospital from hemorrhaging, but if you would have coughed a few times, they would have kept you. Like crazy. Yeah, just fake it till and you I'm make it. And I'm just like, why, I, this is my second time here in 48 hours. Like, And both times I was told by a nurse with the symptoms I was having, like drop everything right now yeah. and get there. That yeah. is not okay that that's happening. Mm. So anyway, so there's that. I, I'm and, proud of you for being proactive though, because I mean, a lot of people think they know their body and their signals, but it was so out of whack that you honestly caused a panic. And it made me like, you reacted on cue with that yeah instead of just all right it'll go away it's just totally my, you know, da, da, da. no like you engaged you you took care of yourself and that's mm -hmm. priority you know i know that and i've said this here and outside of here anybody that i've talked to in the last probably six months knows that i have not been feeling healthy mm -hmm. like i and it was i have to say for me i don't know what this is for other women or anybody for me the minute I stopped taking those hormones, I could, I felt my metabolism kick up. Like I usually do. That like I can, crazy. I, it, it's a, it was a physical, physical feeling. But like, you know, I, what's interesting though, is that what they gave you is what we're supposed to be naturally producing. Yeah. But see, I come from, this is my philosophy. Mm -hmm. Um, and everybody's different and I'm not suggesting anybody else do this, but I felt this way since I was a kid. Look, I'm aging. I have this turkey neck thing going on a little I bit. I in. got all kinds of stuff going on, but that's because that is what happens at my age. So I need to accept a certain amount of stuff. What was going on with me over there a couple of weeks ago was unacceptable because it changed the quality of my life yeah. to a degree that once I stopped taking the meds, like there's a natural progression True. and, and I want to honor the natural progression. I know my, my boobs aren't going to be sitting clear up by my That's shoulders for the rest of my life. I know that there's like some Mine little, too. you know, I give me a compliment. <laughs> give me a compliment. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Sean, you can give me a compliment. Dean won't hook it up. Oh, uh, it's coming. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, he chickened out. Okay. So what I'm saying is that I, that. There's a certain amount of stuff that I believe, um, and I don't want to bring the big guy into it, but it's my phrase, my go-to phrase, where I'm just like, God said. Yeah. You know, God said I have brown eyes. God said you're a brunette. Oh. God said right now, like, I'll change a few things. I do do my roots, you yeah. know, because God said I'm supposed to have gray hair right now. <laughs> <laughs> but I would rather that. do that. I would <laughs> rather go, okay, at 54... I'm no, my body's no longer generating you're these not a hormones. resistant person though, Tina, you're, you're actually a very flowing, adaptable. I could tell with, yeah, the last 10 months, 
not only like did more symptoms and physical attributes and things evolve, but like you mentally, it wasn't that you were resisting it, you were confused and it was like hard to even say, what can I do about this? Feeling helpless and totally. out of control and all those things to where it messed with your managing life and productivity. Are you checking that down really or checked out? I was really doing a number on my self-esteem. Like I was I like, remember. I need to buy new jeans. Like I can't even get my fat ass in these jeans You've right lost now. weight. I have lost weight. I don't weigh myself, but I can tell by the way, these jeans, I wore them like three weeks ago and for probably the last six months when I've put them on, they've been uncomfortable. Oh, wow. And now I'm sitting at my desk like a friggin' rock star, man. With your feeling it. Boobs all firm. With my, everything yeah. is just feeling it wasn't right on, word. man. And I, I, so maybe I will be quick to tears. I will tell you that this did come back in a heartbeat. Boy, I, I feel like hot flashes are just, they're out to get me. They are following me. They waited for that estradil to go away. And I'm sitting in my, it's, well, how was it? 45 degrees today. I'm sitting in my office with the fan two inches from my face. <laughs> Just, yeah. This too shall pass. God I don't care. I'll take a hot, yes, he did. And I'll take a hot flash any day. Yeah. I, any day. I feel like I've completely cleansed something out of my body and I've, I'm like ready to cry and right you're now. you're going to manage I feel it really naturally. Good. Yes. Okay. I like to, I feel my skin feels different. I look different when I look in the mirror. Like that stuff was just poison for my body, sure. and it might work out really well for other women. It probably does. Yeah, but not for me. And they did call progesterone. Just and then I'll shut up, um, <laughs> because my husband had to research that. Of course, you know what they call progesterone. What gynecologist will call that? This particular gynecologist, who was a accredited person, what, I can't what, remember. What, what? The cock blocker. Because it takes your libido and stuffs it into a sausage skin and flushes it down the toilet like you're done. So you had no drive. So you're I, like, I'm no, sorry, I don't honey, say not that. tonight. I'm no, sorry, I don't honey. Wanna, it didn't. I only took it for four days. Wow. He can go four days without that. I'm, I'm, can you? Yes. Okay. But if you're take now I'm, okay, so now I'm gaining weight. Like I'm, and I don't want to have sex. And I, what the, why am I here? What is my existence <laughs> for? What the hell? What joys do I get I, out of it, life? It just sucked, man. And I was, you know, those are things I enjoy. I like uh, it's to cook back. in my food. I like to be close and intimate like in my marriage in my with food. my husband. Cook, and I, yeah. Cook food on your husband now. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, I can't, should I cut out oil now? Like I was ready no. to just be eating air. Like by the time <laughs> the end of the year came, I was just going to be like, okay, there's, you can have a scoop of air. Air, but that's it. <laughs> oh, this is awesome. Okay, so Sorry, I took up Tina's a lot of week went like that. It's not just a week though. It's been the whole uh, it's been year like, fair mm -hmm. fair experience. Um, yeah. You know, it's interesting because <clears throat> I try to summarize what I've just gone through this last week and all of life. Right? I want all of our viewers to sit back and go, "What was my listeners? Yeah, viewer." <laughs> Well, view this, Listeners. view this, you wacko. Um, here's this. Think about your whole entire week, then versus the year, and look what you've gone through. Mm -hmm. Okay. Everybody's gone through something. Mm -hmm. Everybody. And it can be not just what's going on in the world, but your life, right? Your health, your family's health, your wealth, your your employment, um, your house over your head, divorce, 
I don't, I don't think I've aired this, but you know, I've been, I've got a skin condition. We'll just put it in that a nice technical way that I have to cut, cut out of my body. Mm-hmm. And, um, I've prolonged that just mm. because of a deductible thinking, Oh, I'll wait till the first of the year. I'm getting letters from the doctor saying, we've warned you that you have a severe melanoma Surely. on your leg and you need to get it cut out. I'm like, Oh, I bet I will. I will because I'm not facing, I'm afraid. Okay. I'm well afraid. there, that's brutally honest. Yeah. And it's usually the truth. It's so, usually the truth. Fear stops us from doing all kinds, all of kinds stuff. of things. And it's a fear of just, it's not acceptance. It's mm-hmm. there. I know. So then I get, uh, oh, well, my ex-husband gets a text saying there's fraudulent activity on your bank account. <gasps> I'm like, why is my ex-husband getting this text and not me? So I call immediately, have to shut the whole thing down, dispute these transactions, go without bank account for two days. Holy cow. And my house is in the closing stage. So construction's out the wazoo. Appliances are falling off yeah. in the ocean. Yeah, get that one. All I my thought furniture. you were just going to say they're being delivered. I was like, yeah, they are, the but freaking storm in China. Just not to Everything's you. They're being delivered, just not yeah. to you. <laughs> they called and they said <laughs> 1,800 containers <laughs> fell off the cargo ship, and that's your furniture in the bottom of the ocean. I said, you got to be kidding are you me. Kidding me? No. How does that happen? Um, freaking, I don't know. A natural freaking sign of God saying, <laughs> "Give me one more thing you can't handle." That's right. So with that being said, Christmas is around the corner. Deadlines are due. Legislation's coming. I'm trying to find about how the hell do you find the positive when everything's weighing you down? Today, we're talking about that. We're going to talk about feelings and emotions. Are they the same thing, Tina? Well, you posed that question to me earlier today. Mm. So, of course, like a rat ran back to my office and looked it up like a (laughs) little I just scurried right in there because I thought is there and that's that's a different name for something that we it really intrigued me you can describe it as the same kind of feeling but but what they're saying is it comes from someplace else so it comes from like feelings are um associated with say a bodily reaction so like I feel being hungry yeah, is, is a feeling. And this is what I got from it, but correct yeah. me if I'm wrong. Yeah. And then emotions have more of a, um, they're driven more by like memory and- And physical reaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sad. What am I gonna do if I'm sad naturally? I, cry. Cry. Yeah. I'm gonna cry if I'm happy. Smile, giggle. Laugh, yeah, 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 like yeah. you're doing right yeah, now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so my question is, is when we talk about those feelings and emotions, um, the emotions are the long lasting effect. Mm. And how many emotions and feelings do you think you go through in one day? <sighs> which day? <laughs> <laughs> is that not the truth? Yeah, which because day? Because it's all based yeah. on our experiences. Our experiences of something or someone Mm -hmm. that's flat out how it is when you walk in i woke up today i'll tell you i woke up today and i immediately started in my thoughts of okay i've got to find something positive Mm -hmm. you know be pull myself out of that rut and because that's gonna how my day is gonna come the compass drives me right never fails stress 
pressure, all those things are coming when your mom hat's on and you're hitting deadlines and you're answering work emails and you got the text coming through and you're trying to get there on time and make sure you don't forget to put your bra on mm -hmm. at the same time all in that. deodorant. Yeah. So you walk out the door and you're thinking, what the just happened to me? Like, how did I manage all that? Have you ever been driving down the road and you all of a sudden you're going, I don't remember the last mile. I don't remember the last five minutes. Because like, you're so consumed with maybe an obsession or a a just thought. negative self-talk and oh, yeah. heck or yeah. a thought and you're just like totally invested mm -hmm. in it and you're like, mm -hmm. I seriously could have died because I do not remember exactly what was going on. Um, those are drivers. Those That's information right there telling us something, flags, flags, something's going on, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so I'm gonna do a little bit of a test because we I've identified feelings are caused by our experiences mm -hmm. and we have many a day, many, many, many. How many people have you seen today? Five. Plus, not just clients. Oh, no, but probably. Family, work, yeah, yeah, employees. Yeah, yeah clients, mm -hmm. hundreds. Sean, how mm -hmm. many people have you seen today? Yeah, 20, 30. You know what I'm saying? Every one of them different experience, mm -hmm. right? Different feelings maybe, universal, but at the same time, when you seen me and Tina come in, how did that make you feel? Yeah. Oh, I mean, shit. I, was, I mean, I was. <laughs> I'm looking for wow. positive. Just, what? <laughs> like maybe. We well, my first thought was, did I hit the Febreze or? Oh, because yeah. we're too high maintenance. Well, yeah. you just farted and you Shh. just didn't want us to walk into it. <laughs> That's fine. But no, seriously, do we cause a good yes, or a yes. negative well, feeling? When you guys come in. I find happiness and joy. Oh, right. You, right. You, you bring a light to my day. Wow. We forced him right into that, did uh, we? Pay him. <laughs> we pay him. <laughs> Be honest, though, Sean. Do you have clients that come in or people that you engage with that you're like, oh, I just, I do not like to be around that person? Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's plenty of people I hate and loathe. Right. <laughs> we went right I got a list. And <laughs> you just didn't Let's go through it. You didn't come up with it on your own. Oh, no, no, no. It wasn't a natural feeling of like, automatically, I like you, I don't like you, I like you, I don't like you, I don't like the way you make me feel. Right? Well, they, no, they, they tell me that I'm not supposed to like them in their own special way. Interesting. I like it. Yeah. I like okay. I'd like more on that. Expand. Well, you know, you don't have to tell me that I'm not going to like you. You just have to be an a-hole. And then that's ah, your way of telling me the negative I'm not going to like you. Just act there your way go. into the disliking. Seriously. <laughs> the, the negative experience mm -hmm. that you've had, the encounters that you've had, cause negative feelings. And those emotions stick with you. Because when you see him come in the room, and please correct me if I'm wrong, but do you have somebody that you hear their voice and all of a sudden you're like. Stabby, Ugh. stabby in the face. Yeah. It's just like Seriously. totally. Yeah. yeah. Seriously. It's just like music. Music does that to us as well. Like we'll hear a song and go, "Oop, change that." That's a true, associated true, to and it can a, change a your shitty feeling. memory. Yeah. yeah, or you can go turn it up because this makes me feel like I'm on top of the world. Love or it. I, f it reminds me of my mom. I mean, music has that kind of power in music all of our smells, lives. All that smells. Yes, we talked about tuna earlier, <laughs> and Sean can and relate we're to stop that. talking about it right now. <laughs> no, it's appropriate. So here's the thing, though, like those thoughts and memories are banked because of our emotions. Have you ever had somebody that you're obligated to in life that causes that negative emotion in you to go every time they call or every time you have to do something because of obligation, who they are to you oh as my, a person, a spouse, yes. a child, anything. not anybody in my immediate 
like my little clan that I live yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. Not any of them, but certainly there are people that have been in my life my whole life that it's taken me an entire lifetime to go, this isn't working anymore. Right. You know, I it was bearable in my 20s and I guess I have to do it like, you know, but then it's like, mm, okay. no, this is a toxic person and they don't need to. And how did you manage that? Because a lot of the obligatory relationships keep you trapped, right? I'm so glad you asked because I came to the conclusion that this particular person, I'm not going to mention who it is, no but namer. this particular person, the idea I had about who we were to be to one another was an old idea. It was an idea from my childhood. It was an idea from my heritage. You stick by and you do this and you do that. Mm -hmm. And what I've realized after not having the relationship in my life for some years and then resuming it for those very reasons, it's loyalty, it's your family, it's blood, it's blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah. it's all this You made crap. your bed, now you lie in it. Th that conditioning mm -hmm. that we grow up with. Oh, yeah. And then, and I then went, other people influence you. Yeah. That's the right thing to do. You need to stay there and fight. And, and it wasn't for me, you the right need to thing change to the, the experience doesn't need to change it's you yes screw that because the same negative feeling and that same negative emotion that's caused that reaction for you to kind of disconnect from that person isn't going away no so i wouldn't why do choose you this person as as a friend right and I, I i don't say that to be cruel or mean no i say that because it's for your own well-being right yeah and so what what is the obligation. Now I, I look at, um, my relationship with my brother and it's, you know, off and on due to lots of things, but there's a mainstay of how I feel yeah. about him deep, deep down inside of me. And, and that's not an old idea. That's a continued idea. Mm -hmm. So I got rid of that because I thought, okay, I'm hanging on to this thing because it's supposed to be the right thing to do. And when other people are when hanging on to it meant that I was, um, that there was, it was making me unhealthy. Yeah. It was making me, it wasn't healthy support in my life. I was um, second guessing myself. I was, I saw a meme the other day that said, think about how you feel after spending time with somebody. Just that. Yeah. Just ooh, think, ooh, tell me is, more it, about is that. it, that's, that was it. That was just the end of it. It was just something I saw on and social media. And if somebody media. makes you feel negative, like you're always doing something wrong or you're always like, you're ashamed of yourself or, you, you know, like, you can't ever, you're constantly being rejected over yes. and over and over again. What is the gravitational pull that keeps you there? Oh, I think it's probably, uh, from my own personal experience, is just my lack of growth. Okay. My lack of, wow. my fear of people, <clears throat> say Sean didn't like me. But I came in here, we have an obligatory relationship, we have a business relationship, and every time I come in here, I feel like I a can't please him for nothing. Like I'm just not you good are enough hard in to his eyes. You really are. <laughs> and he's like, I can feel him looking at me. He doesn't put any validity to what I say. It's that whole gaslighting kind of a thing. Ooh, okay. Yeah. So that's a real thing. That is a real thing. It almost thing. makes you feel like it's your fault too. You feel like a you could be cuckoo. twisted. Yeah. And so yes. So, but at my age, I used to just take that. I would just go well. Maybe I could stand on my head in the corner and do or it scissor won't always be like and, that because there's sometimes he's happy. nice to me. Sometimes he's nice to me, so I'll just bank those good times and put up with this crap over mm -hmm. here. However, you constantly feel that way. 
why wouldn't you react? Well, I would change the situation because I would, I would not be willing to stay in a relationship with Sean of any type, meaning just this business relationship. So I feel like I need to have a say in this, but I'm not sure what to say. Close right it now. out to the <laughs> break. Say something, it's Sean. Not, it's not true. We're not breaking. But up I'm just today. you. Yeah, no, it's it's not it's not that. But I, the older I get, the more tolerant, the less tolerant I am of people in my life who don't accept me for who I am. Keyword tolerant right there. Because yes. I think that's a natural characteristic. But I in turn had to accept people for who they were. It couldn't be just them accepting. Why aren't you accepting me? I had to look and go, well, maybe I have a judgment about that person. Well, maybe I have a judgment about this. And I had to get right with that. But what they make you feel is the information you should be going off of. Yeah, and I have a problem with that statement, and we'll talk about it okay. when we come back. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Oh, my gosh. This is Whack-A-Mole with Tina B and Charmaine G. Raw discussion about the messiness of life. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with more Whack-A-Mole. We welcome you back to Whack-A-Mole. Raw discussions about the messiness of life. Now, here are your hosts, Tina B and Charmaine G. Okay, do the and we're back. All right. So you, you are made a bits statement. of information. I had to change my perspective. The statement you made before we went to the break, okay. you said people make you feel a certain way. Yeah. Okay. So I had to flip that because I was giving people that power. You're making me feel a certain way, which means I have zero control in my mm. life. Okay. So I had to start, to, and I'm not saying that just, I just woke up one day and went, Oh, okay. It, it's it's, off, been, a, off, it's yeah. been just a process. Yeah. But I also, every time I thought about what irritates me, I've been in therapy long enough to know that if something irritates me about somebody else, it's likely something I can't stand about myself. And that has come into play a lot for me, I a lot for me. I, I, to be honest with you, I'm going to, I can personally disagree with that. Not okay. wholeheartedly, mm -hmm. but the reason is, is because I need, they need to have, I need to give them accountability for how they make me feel. You know, if somebody constantly is belittling you, um, making you feel like it's all your fault or taking you for granted, you know, and then constantly you're the one that's doing more work in the relationship than the, uh, like a mutual thing there. And I'm not saying any role specifically, I'm talking employee, boss, mm -hmm. friend, spouse, lover, all of the above. If they're making you feel a certain way, it's their actions. It's what they're causing you. So you're not making it up. No, but at what point do you then take action to remove your, because you're still a volunteer. That's my question. You're That's a volunteer until you're not anymore. So until you identify what you're really feeling, I mean, you have to identify that feeling and go, yeah, they do not make me feel good about myself. I feel rejected all the time from them. But we always feel, we like to accept the negative that we receive <clears throat> from others. And at the same time, we don't accept the positive. So we're more likely to say, yes, I feel horrible because I hate you. Yeah. But we're less likely to say, I feel good because I like you or you like me. Okay. So I looked that up. What, like, do we, are me, are we more prone to negative emotions or positive emotions mm -hmm. as humans, oh, right? Negative, negative. Negative. 
Sean, that's a negative. It actually. is a negative. It's, Don't question me on it. I'm it's sorry. negative. I'm sorry. <laughs> Research has constantly shown the overall well-being of... No! Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no! I am a data geek. Our How our body reacts is, for example, um, Sean, you said something very nice. Well, you haven't yet. I've been asking you to say, give me a compliment about my boobs, but you won't. So here's the thing. If you were to say something, that's a joke, viewers. That's a joke. Um, if you were to say something nice and genuine to me of like, I am so proud of you, that right there makes me want to validate myself and keep pleasing you rather than you going, you know what? You should be ashamed. Like you owe me this. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, my response yeah. is going to be a lot more positive and my relationship with you is going to be a lot more positive. What happens to us chemically though is real. Um, I agree. So dopamine, serotonin, cortisol, um, those are things that our body naturally reacts to on how we're, uh, what's making us feel, right? Um, and then it goes into the memory bank of the hippocampus and then the neofrontal cortex, the ones that are reasoning, our judgment, that gets all flown out of proportion if we're not able to manage our own emotion. What about this guy right here, though? Yeah, yeah, the amygdala, the amygdala mm -hmm. that little like ball gland. It's very ugly. It's very ugly, but it it's is. a centralized it, I system. studied that a little bit and used to teach it a little bit. Tell in me a, about in that. A, my intervention crisis why do we response have, Why do we have that amygdala, Tina? Because it's a fight or flight response. Exactly. You make a determination right then. And now they've extended it to fight, flight, or freeze. Perfect. Yeah. Now that isn't just about like danger because the whole amygdala study was researched on Darwin's theory, mm -hmm. talking about um, the f survival of the instincts. Like a lion comes at you, fear, amygdala, bank, run, mm -hmm. fight, all those things that are survival. The amygdala will hijack your brain and start to do things. Like if you get cut, it slows down bleeding. It starts to like, like it's a very powerful, powerful thing. So what you're saying is there's the, okay, a lion is coming at you because that's, that's a more obvious thing. Yeah, yeah. But if somebody's coming at you with love or in a, you know, then you're just like, I mean, I've done that. Like, why? Why? Why do you? I'm more comfortable with you not liking me than I am with you liking That's me. That's sad. Bingo. That is so I, yeah, sad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I can accept your hate. I can't accept your love. It's too, yeah. I'm not worthy of. Oh. Your love. Oh, we're just seriously deep dove. Because seriously, it's your view on yourself, what you value what you'll receive from other people. So if you feel like you're not deserving of love or positivity, cause you don't feel that way about yourself, then you're not going to allow anybody to give it to you. Right? But if no, I accept it, if I accept it, then I'm just this prideful a-hole. Oh, I'm like, cause no, I, no, no. people love me and I love people. That's amazing. I, but I think that's a that's, fine line of self-worth yeah. and pride. And that's yeah. arrogant. That's, Ego, that's more, is but, it not? That, yes. that line, it's, it's, it's easier to err on the side of, I'm, I don't want to be liked compared to being egotistical. There's one word that describes why we just hit the nail on that. Is it burrito? Self-worth. No, it's vulnerability. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't we want to, it's easier for somebody to, for me to keep my dukes up in that position mm -hmm. because it's just easier. It's street fighter Path attitude. Path of least resistance. And then there's, there's a whole other thing with your body language when you have to put your dukes down and actually feel something that is deeper than 
what the ego is trying to manage. If your dukes are up and you get hit, you can handle it. Oh. When your dukes are down and you get hit, it's a sucker punch. It hurts. Punch. So you hurt deeply so is what you're saying. So it's the same punch. It just hurts a lot, a lot more. A different level. That yeah. to me tells me that you're very, very sensitive in your feeling factors. And I, I can relate. I can relate because my guards are up. I can always say, tell somebody, I'm 90-10 today. Like, I'm not going to let you in. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm all surface, right? Because I'm protecting my heart. I'm protecting from pain. And that's out of experiences. That's not something I was born with. Those are the experiences that have got me there to protect myself. However, though, when you lack that open and vulnerability factor, you're depriving yourself. You're depriving yourself of experiences and feeling loved. Sean, I'm going to ask you black and white. Okay, careful. Do you love yourself? No. Okay. Sean D. What? A little bit? What, you, is it black or white or a Are little bit? Are you a bit? good person? I'm okay. Okay. So he doesn't want to look like an arrogant a-hole. I love a how honest he was I right do there. too, but I, I believe that. that's the vulnerability block. Like he's not allowing, ask me. It's taken me years to get here. Do Ask you me. love yourself? I actually do. I actually do. Do I need other people? Do you need that? Do you need that? Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Affirmation from others? That's a bonus. Oh, Because I feel it already about myself. And it I varies need that from affirmation day more than I love myself. Yeah. Mm. Because you have low self-worth. You have yeah, low self-esteem. It. And that's the part where I Bulls feel like me. when Bulls you me. become altruistic to yourself, when you're living your true self is when you kind of say, you know what, this other person has held me back or they have delayed me and I've allowed that to be able to not love myself, not find myself, not be true to myself. And then it can waver. Like you can have different people in your life that causes that feeling to waver. Now, when I come in and I give you a compliment about your hair, because that actually was a real compliment. You oh. look really young, er, younger, younger, younger. Yeah, yeah. That. How did that make you feel? Maybe. What does she want from me? Right. No, no, no. It was like okay. <laughs> I didn't put a lot of thought into it. Okay. It wasn't. Let's like, do it now then. Because I, I don't value my hair that much to say. Oh my gosh! Thank you for the compliment. I worked so hard on it. it it's it's just. Do you value your voice? Yeah, kind of. It depends. Do you like but, your voice? But I'll, I'll tell you about the side gig that I have. Yes. Okay. That made me feel valued. Somebody has seen my work, and they are employing me to leave the state and continue this work someplace else. And it was like that. My that's efforts, your affirmation. My work, that's my efforts your, is great. Yep. Okay. It's so that's not how just, you feel valid as a person through yeah, other people. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you got some growth to do. <laughs> and I, I'm not a counselor by any means, but is that not true that you're sitting and you value everything that you can put forth in this world based on your performance instead of your own feelings to, it about yourself? It has to be my performance. Yep. I have to have. And well, that's very natural. That's very normal. Again, in this business, I've been doing radio for 20 years, mm -hmm. and that's how I get my affirmation. That's how I get my paycheck is right. my performance. Ah, but it's not a mask, right? Or is it a mask? Yeah, it is. Okay. I mean, a tremendous amount of radio people are introverts. Mm. True. So it's their chance to shine. It's their their mask, I guess you'd say. Like the lights come on and it's a whole different person, right? Exactly. So they can get affirmation based on the new mask they're putting on. 
and go, I feel good because I did this. Yeah. Because I'm not me. That's interesting. This this whole Diving. thing, I'm, no, and I'm really fascinated that we've been able to spin it like this because, you know, like I said, those those came from your experiences, you know, of uh, your relationships that you had growing up, now, current, all of those things, your environments, your work, whatever you have in your life. It could be going to church. It could be part of um, community support groups, AA, volunteer groups, whatever that edifies you is something that builds who we are, right? We're always changing, though. As I was listening oh, to you guys I'm talk, so I we're always changing. So how I felt about myself in middle school, I love to bring up middle school because you're just everything oh, like yeah, it looks and smells different and you're Tuna. changing. It's just not good. So I <laughs> I felt differently in middle school than I did when I was in my 20s. And then as in my 30s and my 40s, with every decade that has passed, has come new acceptance of what I feel. But back to what we were talking about at the very beginning about music triggering something, mm -hmm. seeing something, a smell. Mm -hmm. I can smell because I have a I have nose like a bloodhound and I can <laughs> smell everything I do. And smells will take me right back to somewhere. And yes. the emotion that I attach, it's very strong for me. Yes. Music and smell, those two you know, those senses. are the long lasting emotional memories. Mm -hmm. So every experience we have changes us in some way. This means we're always shifting and growing depending on your experience and who's in our life. It's why we're different today than even what we were even a year ago. So when you have a relationship and relate to me, if you can, if you've had a relationship and life's evolved, you've had children, your body's changes, your work, your career, everything changes. And that's created that those multiple experiences to where you're going to change. You're going to grow. And people say, well, I used to be in love and now I'm not anymore. It's not that you didn't cultivate the relationship, but you can change that relationship changes and how you are as a dynamic together. Um, I base this off of your comment saying that you're always changing. And when people say I need to find myself, mm. I'm like, oh, that's a God. That's a lifelong work right there. I mean, until you feel like you found yourself, like that's every day. So if you hold yourself back waiting for that aha moment, instead of accepting that every day you're gonna have a lived experience, it's gonna change your thoughts, it's gonna open your mind, your perception, your heart about things, who comes into your life, then you're gonna go a year from now going, wow, I am so much different than I was even a year ago. Yeah, there's a lot of self-examination that needs to take place in order for us to not stay stagnant. Have you ever not been around somebody for a long time? Okay, this is an example. I remember um, I had a, a, a group of people that I hung out with in high school and we smoked a lot of pot and did a lot of drugs cool together. People. Okay. <laughs> well then, you know, we graduated and we still continued to party and do all that. None of us really had kids or anything like that. And then I broke off from the group and yeah. got recovery. And then six months later for, they were my friends. Like I had yeah. to find new friends, Yeah. but I went back into that situation and I didn't drink and use, but I went back and hung out with those people. And it was like time had stood still. Yes. And I was like, in this six month period of time, because of the choices I've made, I can feel there's a change and an awareness about me that, the, and they're not there yet. 
So, ah, so, so you weren't going to slip back into that lifestyle or no. those actions just because no. of how far you've come. It's like so unringing a bell. I couldn't do, do that. That's not to say you, that. What? Go ahead. No, I think that's beautiful. I think that's beautiful because so many people may think undeserving of that, even though they've come so far, they feel certain about something, but they can't pull the trigger, fear, whatever that's holding them back is they come so far and then they almost aren't able to go over the hill, so to speak. And then they get regrouped with that same experience. That's the trapped feeling that I keep talking about is that people feel like you would go back to your old friends and you might be low that day. You might be feeling stress and emotion and all of those memories and thoughts and just, I want to relax. I want to do this. And you slip or you fall. However, though, a lot of that is when you slip back and you, you go backwards, then you don't, it doesn't mean you're not growing. It just means that you made a mistake. In that instance, I did not go backwards. In that instance, I could see that there was growth in me and I was digging it enough to sustain it. it and to go over there. So you were proud Th of These yourself. people are still in my life, like via social media and, and stuff they're like no that. Different. They're, they're not different. But mm -hmm. to me, I felt like I, there needs to be some evolution for me emotionally. Cause I am driven by pain. I've told, I've said that a hundred times and you I, learn by pain. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I do don't you learn how to feel, not feel it again. Is that what it is? I do, but in healthy ways mm -hmm. because Drugs and alcohol used to fix that. That'll fix yeah, it I mean, for, for sure. you know, That's 12 avoiding. hours or whatever. That's and avoiding. also workaholism. I got sober and then I just worked my ass off all the time. So there's things that you can hide in. Uh, crisis and drama and just all kinds of things. But I slowly over the years have feel like as a result of that, that I, some things that I've looked at and let go, I attract a whole different type of person in my life. So my feelings become aligned with how, what I'm putting out there for others Is as that well. not the truth? Yeah. And it's the coolest thing that's probably ever happened to me. It's shown me compassion and love and to really feel, um, that's a gift to give to people. Uh, I know yeah. how you make me feel Aww. when you check in on me and I, you're just, I said, like, Oh, but I don't even know if it's good. No, it is a good because <laughs> there's so many times that I go, how'd she know? Or where's, where's this coming from? I'm not second guessing it. Cause it's a need like, and you can meet people's needs just by being yourself and spreading that positive love and, and, um, you know, just awareness and making people feel like they belong. It's a giving back. It really is. Because it's like, I, I, uh, you know, you feel I, it I, about yourself. It's like, I'm, I, I climb this flight of stairs and I'm looking back going, wow, you did that, you know, and you, it was so hard, but you Who's did coming it with or me? climbed a mountain. Yeah. And, and then instead of just keeping that to myself and going, well, I accomplished that and I'm really great. It has to go someplace else in yep. order for it to flourish, grow and stay with me. And then that's where more doors open mm -hmm. because that's where you, it, there's, there's growth there. You can't not see that. You can't not see that growth. You can't not honor that growth. And that's why humans tend to leave towards the positive emotions and feelings because we're naturally supposed to be evolving and growing. Um, one of the it takes a lot of courage to do that. Home, okay. Mm -hmm. Like somebody needs to specifically listen to this comment. Where does courage come from? Well, the courage is the opposite of fear, I would venture to say. Um, I think that comes from a deep, 
<laughs> it depends on what you're talking about, too. You know, people think courage. They think of like the cowardly lion, you know, yeah. uh, from the Wizard of Oz. And yeah. he wanted courage, which meant he wanted to be the king of the forest and stand it, up to oh, that. When, it, totally. You know, yeah. <laughs> but there's but I, we just watched that over Thanksgiving weekend. But then there's the courage that says, you know, I have to admit that I did something wrong. There's the courage that tells you, um, I, uh, maybe even the courage to say, I allowed this to happen. So it's my fault and I shouldn't have a voice. I mean, or are you, to talk yourself out of, that's fear. It, you're just letting the fear stay. Um, and the reason why I'm hyper-focused on this is just because so many people stay in that cycle of that, how to manage the negative emotion, how mm. to manage it, mm. um, numbing, avoiding fear, uh, the common ones, you know, that there's 27 feelings, by the way. And when I asked the question, how many do you think you felt that day? I bet money, all of them. Oh, but that's for women, right? <laughs> yeah. Cause we are rainbow. <laughs> we are a rainbow. Look at the wheel. That's us. But no, he, look, uh, if he says PMS, I'm going to, I'm going to reach over and just, <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, I mean, what, how many emotions does the guy have? All of them. Hungry, horny. There we go. Oh my, the H's. What right. the freaking H? What the hell? So Fear, here, anger, disgust, sadness, rage. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Those are the primary core ones. Um, anger, anxious, uh, belonging, blame, curious, disappointed, disgust, embarrassment, empathy, excited, fear, scared, frustrated, gratitude, grief, guile, worried, vulnerability, surprised, shame, Sad, regret, overwhelmed, love, lonely, judgment, joy, jealous, hurt, humiliation, happy. We might, those are core emotions of every human in this world. Now we all express them in different ways and we manage them in different ways, but a lot of the healthy ones we, we kind of can grow into. If we're not managing it positive and we're growing as a person or gaining that courage, we've got to find out how to get it. Well, I think you were mentioning before about fear and courage, and this has been spinning in my head for the last minute or so. Yeah. Fear, I think, is much more of a reactive. It, we react with fear. Every emotion's react. No. Oh. Courage oh. is proactive. I Acting on it. Courage is something that's thought out, something mm -hmm. that's deeper. That's It's not a reaction. It's a, it's a proactive uh, action that we have to take. Yeah. But it's something that's, I wouldn't say instinctive. Well, so let I, me ask you this. I would agree with that. I do too. So let me ask you, if you know something without a shadow of a doubt and you're afraid of the unknown, you're afraid of loss and you're afraid of, um, you know, loneliness, um, things that are going to prevent you as a barrier from acting out of courage. Have you ever had that experience and how did you work through it? With wait, wait, wait. Yeah. If you've been what? afraid of something. If I've been afraid, how did I have courage without having courage? No. How did you <laughs> display courage when you were afraid of in something a in a fearful situation? Like maybe breaking up with somebody okay, okay, or yeah. maybe, maybe quitting your job. Something that you know that you should be doing. How did you work through that? It's, well, as again, and it's, it's thoughtful. It's proactive. It's something that you think about. You, it, it's a calculated to mm -hmm. a point, mm -hmm. it, you know, you have people that quit their jobs and go, F you, I'm out of here. See ya. Yeah. And then there's other people that say, this is a bad situation. I need to leave. Let me prepare. Let me, let me, here's my exit. And, and even leaving without your finger in the air. Right. Leaving with your head held high, not your finger. That so, is so true. You know, fear is going to make you do one. Courage is going to make you do the other. So I think courage takes more work, takes more effort, takes more thought. 
It's easy and to be scared. And oh, yeah. fear and, 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 is and a core scared. emotion, which spawns anger, yeah. uh, dishonesty, like all this stuff that it just, it, it's its a collective of negative emotions. And while you were talking, um, to have courage to do something is always an opportunity for growth. There's always growth when you have courage. Always. There's, there's even if it's just the most minuscule little thing it gets you stronger doesn't it, it? it's esteemable it builds your strength yes it builds your self-esteem so if somebody else displays courage in a situation where you felt maybe you needed to step up and and be courageous it's it's not going to have the same effect on you it may have put that fire out mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it didn't give me what i needed the esteem i needed in order to act in an alternate way of fear and only you can do that yes i can't give that to you nobody it's can your give it actions to me. so yes. Brene brown love Brene. your emotional awareness and ability to handle feelings will determine your success and happiness in all walks of life so how you handle what you're aware of will determine your success and your outcomes. So if you wanna stay sitting in that negative relationship and that negative emotion without action, then that's where you're at. You don't move, you don't progress. You know it's there. Paralyzing, Mm -hmm. trapped, uh, drowning, all those things that you know, but if you don't take action on it, then you really need to figure out how to do that. Does that make sense? So viewers, we got 30 seconds left. I have listeners. <laughs> what the fuck? So here's the thing. Whoa, I hey, want whoa. it on the camera. Dang. She didn't say it all the I way. I said, fuck. Okay. Tedious word. Be aware that if you want positive in life, gravitate towards the positive people. Look for the support systems that are healthy to you. If you want negative, just grow the f- up. Be a better human. Ooh, be willing it. to have the be you have the courage it. to look at the things that you can improve in yourself. And then you've been listening to Whack a Mole with Tina B and Charmaine G. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Watch us on YouTube and subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Join us next time for well, whatever may happen with Tina B and Charmaine G on Whack a Mole. This has been a production from a podcast studio.